After Buzzers. Thank you so much for tuning in for the Dead of Summer After Show. Tonight, we'll be discussing Season 1, Episode 2, Barney Rubble Eyes. And obviously, guys, a bit of a special guest next to me, Zach Gordon. Tune in. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hello, AfterBuzzers. Welcome to an all-new after show for the dead of summer here at AfterBuzz TV. I'm your host, Sam Davidson. You can follow me at Twitter and Instagram at SamD43. More importantly, look at this guy next to me. All right, Zach, where can everyone find you on social media if they don't know? Uh, my Twitter and Instagram are Zachary Gordon, one word, Z-A-C-H-A-R-Y-G-O-R-D-O-N. Uh, I made it simple just so i can remember it (laughs) (laughs) all right ladies where can everyone find you hey guys you can find me on instagram and on twitter at renee ariel hey guys my name is carrie lane you can find me online at carrie d lane awesome well thank you so much for being here zach of course this was a really fun episode and fun to have you here for this one Mm -hmm. tell me a little bit about your experience like you know filming the show how you got cast all you know all this kind of stuff what was the journey well, I'll tell you about the long uh, journey. No, it was actually, <laughs> I was cast within a few weeks. Uh, I was told a little later than everyone else, because I had gone out for the role a little later. Um, I think they originally started announcing who was cast in December, January, essentially when the project was announced, uh, that they were going to start filming soon. And then I went in for it in March, I think got it a week later, and then I flew out a few days after that, and then... Started bonding with the cast a week before filming. Woo! That's yeah. quick. So just like that. Aww. <laughs> That's awesome. It's like summer camp. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Actually, uh, fun fact, I go to summer camp every year. Last year I was a, a counselor in training, but these bracelets that I wore on the show are really from when I was a counselor. Wait, you were really a CIT oh. last year? Yeah, I was. <gasps> nice. Yeah. So, I used to uh, know how to make these. Those are candy stripes. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Never nice. know how to make those. I don't even know how to make them. <laughs> I know They're kind of like friendship bracelets. Campers or other, or other yeah. friends of mine had made them for me, and I... It's been a year now, and they oh, wow. stayed on. I need more friends. I know how to do the, knot, the knots one, where you Me tie too. a knot every time and go yeah, across. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's okay. lanyard, but it's like yeah. a little yeah. different. Oh, lanyard. I can do a lanyard, so... <laughs> well, not, not the plastic one, the one where it's uh, like a fabric and you tie yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just different ways. Good. Yeah. Good times. So, <laughs> tell me a little bit, you know, about your character and his journey. So, you were pretending to be high because of cricket. Am I right? So, uh... For the fans who don't know, and maybe for a few that do know, or have kind of pieced it together, my character Blotter uh, admits at the end of the second episode that he doesn't even inhale. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he still plays D&D, Dungeons and Dragons. Of course. Uh, What I know personally about my character, what I can tell you guys, is that he plays the persona of this stoner-esque type kind of guy because he thinks that's the way he's going to impress Cricket, how he's going to get the girl... You know, he's trying to tell her, I'm, you know, I'm not that little kid who used to play D&D. Like, I've changed. I've grown up. And uh, what he doesn't know is that that's not the type of guy she's into, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and so, unfortunately, Blotter makes uh, a mistake. Uh, but he means well. You know, he did what he thought would get him the girl, and it didn't work out. But uh, we still don't know yet, though, you know. I guess time kind of will show us what happens. 
Oh man, rough rough trip for you. Yeah, pun intended. Yeah. Especially tonight. <laughs> I was gonna say, actually, speaking of trip, we got a question from the chat room. What was it like to act on? Uh, like, how was it like to act like you were on acid? And did you do any research about it? Uh, well, I'll tell you this: <laughs> I have never experienced something like that. So, as an actor, what's your I mean, number mm-hmm. one source for information: Google.com. <laughs> so uh, I googled a bit. I tried to channel my, my inner acid trip self <laughs> I don't know to play uh, to see what Blotter would do mm-hmm. essentially because he's not uh, a druggie he doesn't smoke actually he doesn't do anything yeah. it's all an act so on top of trying to play the trip and seeing what I could find online I had to also incorporate the fact that he doesn't know what's going on remember because he gets backstabbed by Alex and uh, mm. he doesn't know that and so it's I had to play a whole range of emotions but uh, it, what's What's funny about that is I always just like adding this on since you did ask about, uh, you know, how I or whoever asked about how I did research mm-hmm. for that scene. When you act out a scene like that, you know, it's still it's as if I'm talking to you right now. There's I'm not on any drugs. I'm not. So uh, my face wasn't melting, obviously, while I was doing it. <laughs> but what they did is they put little dots on my face and I went into this booth. I forgot the exact name, but they have like 100 cameras around you. They mm-hmm. take photos of you all at the same time. So they can capture, I mean, your facial expressions, your muscle movements to make sure that the, you know, melting isn't off to the side. It's got to be matched to your face and your face only. But acting that out, you know, I didn't know what to do. So with the research I found online, I was doing a lot of like, you know, because <laughs> I, I supposedly what I heard online is like, it, it feels like stuff is coming at you. Mm. That's so, you know, you got to act that out and have huge facial expressions. And I think it played out well. So yeah. uh, I, I can cross that one off the bucket list. <laughs> Did it gross you out to see your face do that? Uh, funny story. I watched the f- the second episode last week because uh, uh-huh. it was released on the freeform app. Freeform app after the uh, first episode was yeah. premiered, and I actually freaked out when it <laughs> came on. Uh, I wasn't aware that that's how realistic it would look, and especially seeing me was it was crazy. Uh, obvi- mm-hmm. I've obviously never done any role like that. I've never experienced anything like that. And so seeing that happen, uh, actually, Freeform, they were uh, the people that work over there on the on the PR team or whatever. They were filming my reaction as I was watching it because <laughs> oh, I was so nice. freaked out. I, I'm not the type of guy to like close my eyes, but it, I had to look away a few times. It was wow. grossing me out because again, that is me. Yeah, so, yeah. And I'm not. I didn't feel anything, so it was, it was crazy. It was it awesome. It wasn't a weird one for you. Uh, mm-hmm. As far you know, let's talk about. Alex a little bit. What are your guys' feelings on him, Renee? I don't trust him. That was a terrible episode for the end. It was a great episode, but I just hated what he did. And it made me so mad because I guess like they, they hinted it was because of the bet, but I think it was more to it. I don't trust his character. Um, He has a really creepy grandpa. That's like a creepy-ass <laughs> grandfather. I would not have listened to any advice that man gave me. And like, who gives a kid a pocket knife? Like, that's terrible anyways so i mean with those as your role models i don't trust him did he have glass eyes or like what was the situation i think he was blind i thought he was blind. so i had the cataracts going on oh right uh i was gonna say i got a pocket knife for my grandpa how old were you a kid they gave you a swiss army knife 
And then you learn if you oh, cut wow. yourself, you never don't come trust again. her. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like the little one. And then in middle school, our, yeah, we had a science teacher be like, "Yeah, pocket knives are a great thing to have." Like little ones, though, not his. Anyway, I mean, that was it's a handy to have. So a little Swiss Army knife. Carrie grew up in Solvang. I did. I grew up in Solvang. It's a little more rural, you know. But you my grind opener on there, I'm sure. So. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I who I don't yeah I don't trust Alex either because it's like oh man backstabber because you think he's like a friend but nope he is survival of the fittest he will kick anyone down who's in his way he had to make a choice it's either yeah. him or me you know who's oh, yeah. gonna pick well so you guys back in the day at camp like you were buddies right yeah uh, mm-hmm. Alex and I uh, mm-hmm. were friends you know he didn't even make fun of me for playing D and D he kind of you know we kind of just bashed heads every once in a while but you know it's friendly fun you know when you're a little kid and obviously it was one of the first times we'd seen each other since and we kind of just reformed that bromance right off the bat as you can see in the first episode we walk out together so yeah Yeah. never saw that coming (laughs) (laughs) one of the great things about camp though because I used to go to camp you know was that you could maybe email or write letters to your friends every summer and you Mm -hmm. didn't have to see them when it was time for camp again it's like you pick up right where you left off and that's why I felt about your guys' characters, but it was upsetting to see that happen to you and for Alex to be so awful. I, I think that even though this was Alex's episode where we see his backstory, I need to see more. I didn't get enough, like, why he was like that. Like, what happened to his father, right? Yeah. Because we don't really know. He died. He said he just wasn't strong enough and the job killed him. But, yeah, there's something mysterious for sure. Mm, yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alex is a creep. And did you guys notice how the piano at Alex's grandfather's place looked a lot like the piano that's in the creepy cabin? Well, I did notice that the piano in the creepy cabin was the same, what I thought was the same piano from the first, the beginning of the first yeah. episode. Yeah, that, oh, yeah. that was, yeah. So you, oh. Good observation, yeah. So, okay, this makes sense now. So there's like a, it's like a triangle of some sort with this piano. Yeah. Because they're what... The grandfather was creeping. Yeah. A lot. Grandfather's creeping and the grandfather taught him to play piano. The piano in Russia looks like the piano there. It may or not necessarily be the same one, but there's a connection. It's interesting that they bothered to have it. I was there, there, was a, there was the same scratch on the bottom left key. Did anyone else notice that? Oh, oh. I'm just messing with you. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, are you holding it in there? Because when we had Amber last week, she just was like, she had a great poker face yeah. of like, I'm loving to hear what you guys say, but she was like, nope, She's I can't like, tell you anything. I'm going to come back at the end and um, just like say some stuff. It's but. interesting. <laughs> it's really interesting hearing you guys talk because of course I'm going to be careful what I say because I don't want to ruin it for yeah. anyone. But uh, it's crazy what you guys are paying attention <laughs> to versus what I would be noticing if I were to watch the show with no uh, backstory. Like, I'm trying to think, you know, when you watch it, you're like, okay, I know they're going to mess with our brains. Like, I just don't trust anyone on the show. Like, every, every episode, I just trust everyone less. I mean, I guess two episodes in <laughs> each episode. It's that it's kind of a summer camp. Don't well, trust anyone. What, what I think what's great about it is everyone has a secret. They yeah. have mm-hmm. uh, something in their past that's yep. either bothering them, but it's one of the reasons why they've come to camp, whether it's to, to reinvent themselves or to relive summer's past. Uh, there's just something there that I guess we'll have to find out as the series continues. Mm-hmm. Did any of you guys watch Lost? I know it's yeah. you know the same, a lot of the same people. A little on the bit, show. yeah. 
So since it's these same guys that were part of Lost, there is just something about me that thinks that what, you know, what you bring, it's like I want to say to the island, to camp, <laughs> you, you don't let it go and those things will haunt you, those people will haunt you, it'll bring out like all this stuff in you. And I, and I think that perhaps seeing Alex's grandfather is something that... It's like you come there to find yourself, but you are haunted. By your past. Someone yeah. pointed yeah. out the chair was the same. The grandfather's rocking chair was the kind of the same as the one in the cabin. And I was like, oh, that's a good point. That's I didn't think of it then, but I was like, well, yeah. Yeah, I also found it weird that he had to say, like, oh, I've never seen this on the camp before. Like, I going know. To, like, yeah, yeah, okay, Alex, whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Though it could, like, have been hidden in a way. True, but like, I don't buy it. I don't trust anything he says. Or something. But yes, that I don't trust. I also, that line where he's like, I'll be the handsome one. Like, calm down. Yeah. Like, chill. I know. Yeah. It's like, listen, Blotter is really cute, too. So. Oh, thank you, guys. <laughs> you know what? I only hear that from my mom, so. Aw. Come on, well, you must be hearing it now on Twitter with all, oh, all the I have fans. Oh, I have amazing fans, so they obviously boost my confidence. <laughs> uh, but it's true, though, so. Thank you, thank you. Uh, you know, even, uh, I know no one even pointed this out, but. Since we're on it, on the subject, hmm. it's interesting. At least for someone like me, I kind of block out all positive and negative comments, whether it's you're cute or whether it's like, oh, terrible actor, whatever, you know, because in life, everyone's going to get that. So you might as well just, you know, take whatever it is with a grain of salt, but, you know, always have in the back of your head, you know, you ultimately make whatever decision you want to do. And yeah. obviously other people mm-hmm. can influence that, but my mom is the person who's like, you did great. That's all that matters to me. And thank yeah. you guys, though. You know, yeah. it's great. But uh, but I always like to say that you just have to level it out because you mm-hmm. don't want your ego to, you know, yeah. get big. And you also yeah. don't want to lose self-confidence because yeah. of what other people are saying. So you have yeah. to just keep moving forward and surround yourself with good people. Yeah. Good I mean, philosophy. You've been at this since you were super young. So I think yeah. that's a good mantra for young actors in general to have, especially in this day and age where social media is so big. I couldn't even I imagine. Struggling mm-hmm. to fit in and feel accepted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at the same time, I mean, Blotter has those same issues. Exactly. Yeah. Trying to fit in and feel accepted. Let's talk about this uh, kid, Anton, for a second. Poor freaking kid. Oh, my God. <laughs> It's like the kid from my nightmares. I mean, I feel really bad. For him. <laughs> what kind of nightmares? Why? Are you? Uh, did we not watch the same episode yeah, where he's I had like painting nightmares. in the middle of the night? Like, no, the tall man. Like, that's so scary. <laughs> like, nothing scares me more than like kids in scary movies when they're like singing, mm-hmm. painting in a cabin by themselves. It was creepy. That kid freaks me out. I get. It's not just him. He's being, you know, there's the, the ghost. He's that creeped out by the grandfather, the kid. I mean, this is perfect. It's a creepy <laughs> show. <laughs> I said last week, I was like, when I left here, I said, I'm going to go home and have nightmares. <laughs> and everyone was like, you're crazy. And then Renee texted me to the <laughs> next day. And she was like, I did too. I watched the <laughs> second one and I was not good. <laughs> it was not good. Don't I mean, take this the wrong way. I'm glad you guys are having nightmares. Just, I'm glad you know, you're scared. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you're scared because that's what we're trying to do. <laughs> good. I was going to say we got both. We got the people who are scared. Um, one of our other co-hosts too. And then I'm, I'm the horror fan apparently because I'm like, this is awesome. Like, I, I love it. I love it. No, but it like, doesn't scare me. Maybe. Maybe there's parts where it's tense, but not scary, but in a good way. Like, it's cool. Like, I wouldn't think, oh, they're not doing a good enough job. It's not that. It's more just, like, you take it in and you appreciate it instead of, like, oh, no. I, but I, yeah. I love that they get scared. <laughs> I get scared, even even though I'm an actor. And I know what's going on. Oh, this is fake. 
Oh my gosh, I can't look. I know what's going to happen. But the worst is they get you with the, the sound effects. Oh, yeah. That's what scares me more than mm-hmm. things actually popping out at you. But they don't do the job a bad way where, you know, there's those horror movies that if you muted it, it's not scary anymore. This one does a good job of it adds to it rather than just like, boom, loud, scary noise. Yeah. Of course you jump because it's loud. It's like, no, no, it's already creepy. And then the noise just pushes you over the edge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, at least for this show, I love horror, and I think I, it's like I'm a glutton for punishment kind of thing. <laughs> That's Guilty why I, pleasure. Yeah, I love it just because I, like, like, I don't know, like, um, like scaring myself. Uh, I don't know what Me it too. is. <laughs> but uh, let's just say I do have very vivid dreams, and um, <laughs> I'm glad I, like, got to watch this one in advance, I will say. But as far as Anton is concerned... He is tied to Alex in this way because of his past and, you know, they're Russian, little commie. And listen, I was born in 87, so I don't really remember the 80s, but was this Russian, you know, like, slander thing? Because now I could never imagine anybody saying something like that. I I wasn't born then, but I do know people who were, so I was like, I wasn't going to be like, yes, I was there. Um, No, um, I I don't know if it, I'll have to ask them. I don't know about this, like, teasing, but it was a real, like, the Red Scare was a real thing. It's obviously a thing. I mean, I personally can't relate to it, because again, I'm 18 years old. (laughs) I was there. It it makes sense, though. It makes sense that, like, if you are, um, I mean, it's right now. There is a group that Americans are generally afraid of, and so, of course, they tease anybody that is part of that group. And so, at that time, communists were the thing that we were afraid of. And so, if anybody is in that group, even if they're a good person, it's like, oh, you're one of them. So, it's a fascinating thing to think about comparing to, like, oh, what's yeah. happening now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just that every generation has their own version yeah. of, mm-hmm. of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But this kid... Poor freaking kid. Also, you know, a lot of people say animals and babies, like, slash children are able to see ghosts. Mm-hmm. Anton is. For sure. Yeah, but is it, yes. like, none of the other kids but why, are. Yeah, why not the other kids? Well, he's different. It's because he's, he's Russian. Special. No, he's not fitting in. He's a loner. He's not connecting with anybody. And so he's a, he's the vulnerable one in the pack, essentially. Like, if they were a herd of animals, he's the one that you could go after because he doesn't have support. The other kids all have, like, somebody to talk to and be with. That's a really good point. So, Especially him getting bullied. That just adds yeah. on to it, you know, even yeah. making him feel more alone. Mm-hmm. And exactly why the tall man has that great of an influence. Mm-hmm. That so kind of scary. effect on that. Yeah. The, uh, part, the part that got me was when he was calling him and uh, he grabbed his hand. His hand? Yeah. yeah. And then started Ugh. walking with him in the forest. No. I was like, that is creepy. Ugh. No, stay inside, kid. See, my scariest part, I think, was when Anton woke up in a dream that he, you know, it was flames. His mm-hmm. bunk was on fire and then it was on his arm, yeah. like, uh. burned. Find mm-hmm. me. Really? Mine was when he was painting. I hate, like, that freaked me out. I would hate to be the one that found that kid. (laughs) I wonder what she would do. That, I I would love to see that. You walk in the room and you turn and run away. Stay there, that kid. Go. It's the middle of the night. Why are you up? Wouldn't you be sleepy? Why, what are you painting, first of all? That kid (laughs) freaks me out. Huh, stay away from Anton. Or be his Friends, I guess. Well, yeah, I think you need to, like, you know, create some allies here. Um, because I think a few people, perhaps, not a few, I'm thinking one knows what's going on. Maybe more than one, which is Deb. <laughs> Deb. Yeah. That's she... also a good observation. Oh, yeah, no, we I'm felt not, she I'm not giving stuff. it away. I'm just saying, like, you guys are really... 
you know, uh, you have set opinions that oh, I wouldn't. Do even you think see of my four pages of notes? I'm like a freak. <laughs> I'm literally every observation. But there was a scene between Deb and Joel, right? So he's been creeping on her, and at first she seemed interested in the first episode, and then she was like, "What are you talking about?" But <laughs> this episode, when he came into her cabin and like then started looking around, mm-hmm. she appeared out of nowhere like a ghost, and I think that that's what they wanted us to think. But I also think it was super weird that she just popped up Yep, and is always acting different. It's a weird coincidence. I'm sorry I didn't interrupt. We have a quick question on the chat everybody's asking, which I was curious too. So why the baby bottle? Yes, good one. You know, uh, there's many reasons for this. Uh, one is that one of the writers, uh, Eddie, as mm-hmm. a kid when he went to camp, he always, the, the thing was to carry, you know, you know, you have a canteen at camp, put sure. your water in. His was a baby bottle. Huh. Uh but also, the way I kind of incorporated it, incorporated it uh, into Blotter's kind of character is, I think everyone kind of has their, their safety blanket or, you know, that little yeah. thing yeah. they always have or with them. Or their baby <clears throat> bottle. It's kind of, you know, <laughs> yeah. bite on their nails, do this, that. Um, Blotter's, you know, little safety blanket. I, I, I forgot the correct term, uh, so if someone knows it. Safety net? Sa- no, I'm, I'm, no, you know the little blanket yeah. that you have when you're a baby? You're, Binky. I mean, but yeah, Binky. Good. Binky, Thank you. Yeah. yeah, you're Binky. So that's Blotter's Binky. Uh, it looked kind of cool, though. <laughs> it like, is. That's it's an awesome. interesting idea. Like, sure, why not? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's kind of like he's comfortable when he has it around yeah. him. It's like instead of biting his nails, so, you know, he'll mm-hmm. chew on the cap and uh, and drink some Kool-Aid. It's kind of mm-hmm. his thing. <laughs> and I loved it, too, because I've never played a character that's ever had, you know, a Binky or, a, or something to yeah. make him feel comfortable, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a, it, it is a really good, small thing that the writers wrote in for you that's a character. Yeah. A character trait, yeah, yeah. Just a little thing. Something that everybody notices, but it's like, why? But it also gives you more of an insight into who this person was yeah. and is. So I did really enjoy that. I The tall man still is just like <laughs> really getting me. I'm not... Like, they did a really good job with that stuff. And... Let's, again, Alex. So Alex uh, and Amy, mm-hmm. their thing. She has been warned by Jesse about this whole thing. And it's, you know, it's really funny because I've actually, I had friends from high school just move, uh, I'm from Cleveland. They just moved to L.A. And now it's like this whole group is here again and I don't like it. <laughs> but, you know, when you go to camp and you're all counselors, it's like all these old things are coming back together but you guys knew each other in different ways, as far as like Jesse is concerned, braces. Mm-hmm. And everyone else seems a little bit different. And of course, now they've grown up. But now getting them all back together, people are turning against each other. Like Alec did. Alec, that's my brother's name. I, I always <laughs> correct myself, you know, because his name is not Alex. But they're getting back together. And so it must be just like an interesting thing to kind of play having known someone so long and re know somebody. I think enough time has passed where everyone's had a chance to reinvent themselves and also go through the typical experiences that you do in mm-hmm. high school, you know, the the wanting to feel accepted, the trying to fit in. And but since they're older now, they kind of know what they want, they know their priorities. Mm-hmm. And I mean, for example, Alex's priority has always been to get what he wants and never let anything distract him from that or get into or get in his way. Blotter has always I guess you could say wanted the girl, wanted cricket. Those feelings haven't disappeared mm-hmm. even after six or seven years. And so that's still his priority. That's still what's been on his mind. And, uh, you know, with age comes wisdom, with experiences as well. 
And I feel like they're all the same people, the same campers, the same friends. But obviously, as time passed, different things happened, different things changes, changed. Sorry, not speaking English. Uh, <laughs> and uh, that definitely plays an impact on the show and, and what the characters will do. Mm. And tensions will rise. Obviously, they have already. What about you and Cricket? Like, you just always loved her. Uh, there's no specific... You know, story was always just, I would play Dungeons and Dragons with her. She was like my best friend. I probably always liked her. She was just, you know, my best friend. Mm -hmm. And Blair does mention that, you know, she was all about me in the episode when when we were campers. And she says that was then. Uh, And so maybe there's some type of switch in her head that tells her that maybe she wants Alex, you know, the guy that, that... is dreamy, that, you know, comes in, is everything she wants, she's physically attracted to. But, um, you know, maybe she might realize that she doesn't want that. Uh, Again, it's also wanting what we can't have. Mm -hmm. I think that also has an impact on that. Um, But you never know what can happen with that. Even with the ending in in this second episode, I still always like to say that uh, we'll just see as the series continues. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) It's a good cliffhanger ending. Yeah, yeah, it was. Oh my god! I like how they. uh, uh, Do you like seeing the thing, or do you see it when you watch at the end where they have the behind the scenes little clips? Those are really cool. I love that. I had not. And I like seeing that shot of you. Uh, The the shot with the you reverse. Yeah, that's actually where I got the information on that. Uh, Uh, I had known on set, but I was kind of reminded after the episode ended straight into that and I was like whoa I don't even remember recording that that is so cool <laughs> I totally forgot uh, you're like I'm glad magic. I looked good yeah, yeah <laughs> movie magic it's, it's incredible it really is definitely I'm, a great look for me the melting face oh yeah <laughs> yeah well the melting face and again you know the end scene where are just like yeah. what and it's and we're scared for you I'm you know pretty terrified let's talk about Deputy Garrett Mm-hmm. Guys, and uh, Damon, this drug dealer, your drug dealer. It's like, why do you even need a drug dealer? You should just go get grass and pretend and not spend all that money if you're not actually enjoying That's true. it. Well, I'm not the type of guy to correct anyone, but uh, you know, he has to play that character. Mm, and if like they one wanna... person knows that he's not that guy, he thinks in his head his chances with cricket are ruined. So he'll do whatever he has to do to play that part. Mm-hmm. Because that's what he thinks she's into, and that's what she wants. But he doesn't know that she doesn't want that at all. And so he's kind of, mm-hmm. you know, digging his own grave. Mm-hmm. Can you say why he thinks she wants that? I think it might have something to do with Blotter's past. Maybe seeing his... Okay. I mean, I'm sure he has siblings or maybe his parents, whatever it was. I think he has an older brother that the fans won't know about that, but um, I'm sure it's it has something to do with that. As... Each character's past influences their choices and their uh, yeah. their decisions. But maybe he saw someone he admired or, again, maybe his older brother or something, smoke or go to mm-hmm. concerts or do something like that. And he was like, whoa, my older brother's awesome. That's what I got to do to get cricket, to have mm. her, you know, I can't play D&D anymore. I'm not a little kid. I have to be the cool stoner, show mm. everyone that I don't care what anyone else thinks. I'm just going to have fun. Yet, you know, he still gives her, like, the D&D little figurines. I, and that's so sweet. It's a nice callback. For, like, any girl, I would probably keep that in a secret box and be like, these are the guys that liked me and what they gave me. 
I mean, the listen, she came a box it. of things that guys liked you and gave you. <laughs> yeah, or like they were my boyfriends or something. I don't know. I'm like a yeah. That's sweet. I, I think I used to be a little weird about that. That's I kept cute. like dead roses for like years. Oh, I have lots oh. of dried flower stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, I would definitely if, if there were a, a girl that had given me you know figures like that. If I shared something like that in common with her, I would definitely keep them. That's well, they're a, cool nice looking memory. anyways. That and yeah. then it has a memory attached to it. it has significance. It does, and I think that, you know, Cricket, at some point, she's somehow, some reason, attracted to Alex. I mean, I guess he's cute, but he is not very kind. But do you think she actually is attracted to him, or just thinks she's supposed to be? I just don't understand. part of her image thing. Maybe. I don't understand why she's doing anything that she's doing. Well, we don't know why yet, but, you know, she does her slut-shaming, so maybe that's part of her internalized, whatever it is, that she should like Alex and not the nice guy. I think you can relate it to, just in general, people struggle with, you know, what they think they need to do Mm -hmm. to feel accepted. You know, I think that could definitely be an option, Mm -hmm. especially writing stuff like that about yourself. That's... Maybe how she thinks she's going to win him over or get what she wants. Mm-hmm. Oh, because maybe it's like if he thinks that she's a slut, then he'll like want to hook up with her. Yeah, because yeah, uh, then she'll be easier to approach. Yeah. Because then you'll know she'll say yes. Well, it's just really unfortunate that, you know, two yeah. friends that have been friends for so long, like these two guys, we see, like I said, we saw Alex's backstory, but for me that wasn't enough to justify at all what he did to your character. And Agreed. So mm-hmm. you had some acid that, it's like, I mean, still, you, like, I think you do, your character does have money because he mentioned his parents are gone for the summer. Abroad. So, yeah. It's not yeah. going to be an issue. I'm sure. I haven't thought about that, but I'm, I'm sure that that makes sense now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it, he's like liquid acid, really. And, you know, he puts it in your baby bottle, like we said. Jerk. Mm-hmm. And obviously Blotter would never expect that because that's his best friend. I got another question. Sure. I was going to say, I've never done acid, but from my understanding of it, you never look in a mirror. Why does he go look in a mirror? He didn't know he was doing acid. He didn't know he was on acid. Also, you know, he's obviously seeing things. He's sweating. He doesn't know what's going on. So he's going to look at himself and like, hey, what's going on? what's going on? Like, whoa. All of a sudden, you know, things just kind (laughs) of take a turn for the worst. Yeah. Poor they have kid. a very vivid scene. But it's inevitable, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so vivid. And uh, White Oleander has a thing about that where they're in the bathroom and they're like, don't look in the mirror. Yeah. In the book. And I think the movie does a little bit, but oh, that'd be, that would just trip your brain out because you're like, wait, it's doing stuff. Yeah. Uh, definitely. And turning around and seeing that, you know, especially when that's not happening. Might be mm-hmm. a little startling. <laughs> All right. Anyways, um, uh, besides the acid freeform mm-hmm. fans, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we also have some fun stuff going on, like we said, with, uh, you know, the grandfather. But also, yeah. like, what I wanted to talk about before was the deputy going for this mm. demon dude. Mm-hmm. So, this is a guy selling you drugs, so he's kind of, like, asking for it. But they party at the camp, him and his buddies. And at first, you know, you think, oh, he's just a drug dealer. Like, yeah, he's not a great person, but, like, he doesn't deserve to be, um, you know, taken in for questioning. But he goes willingly when Derek asks him. And then at the end of the episode, we find out that he actually has the bones of uh, the tall man. So that was a really big reveal to me because I thought he was just a dumb pawn. That was maybe probably going to get, like, his head slashed off. 
Well, there's more to it because do you guys remember that the sheriff was like, you sure you can go handle talking to him? So obviously those two characters have a past. I got, and also... Um, this is great to hear. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are really doing your research. Really, you know, it's a good show. They lay it out for you yeah. in terms of, you just have to be paying attention. Our imaginations can go wild. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think yeah, about the, this Damon guy? Because I feel like you would have maybe thought, like, oh, like like I did, innocently enough. I did, yeah. Because I was like, no, no, no. Like It's probably just like his image, whatever, and that they're going to think he's the bad guy. He's, he's like the first suspect that you would mm-hmm. expect from the town, you know? Um, and, and the ending really did shock me because I, I wasn't expecting that. But that makes me think that they were working with someone else at the camp to set that up. Because how would they have known that he would have been running in the woods to begin with? Which makes me think, and this could be a stretch, but Alex was the only one who knew that he was going to drug um, uh, Blotter with the acid and then maybe assume that he would go in that area. I don't know. I don't know who would have, who else would have set it up. Because it felt very set up. We we don't know how close our little campsite, uh, little fire powwow was to where the pseudo graveyard was, do we? Well, it was because in the camp. Because it's one of those, if they could hear it, and he's yelling, I found it, I found <laughs> it, I found it, and then they know that there is something there, can, how far away can they be that they can hear it? You know. Also, how quick would you be to be like, wait, what is that? Or wouldn't you have to know what was there to then want to take it with you oh, and I not have it knew. discovered? Yeah, but they just didn't know where it was. Oh, oh, and they just got the little kid to do it for them. Well, they didn't know he was going to do it for them. That it was more of a convenient thing. But maybe they did. Like. Maybe there's, like, a mm. Russian thing going on. I don't know. Dun, and dun, Alex, nah, nah. you know, like, knew Anton was... Oh, God, I don't even know. My theories are getting so crazy at this point. I just... I wish I could binge watch this so mm-hmm. badly. Oh, it's so hard. Yeah, and you're like, <laughs> I have to wait a week. Damn nabbits. Because I feel like uh, people will enjoy it possibly even more if, think, when they yeah. can binge watch it because... Next, next, next. Because I typically, like, I, with this week, I watch last week's episode again before I watch this week's, this week's episode to remind me of all of these mm. little hidden gems they have mm-hmm. because that is what these writers do. They're brilliant. Mm-hmm. They put in these little eggs and uh, we're just supposed to pick them up. <laughs> After, so again, Deputy Garrett takes the guy under questioning. We find out that he has something to do with all of this. And as uh, as Blotter is on his way out because he's donezo. That was, you know, it was just such a shame. And I do... I have two questions for you guys. One is that do you think that Deb is... is possessed? Is she a ghost? Or is, like, neat... Like, I, I'm so confused because I think she knows what's happening and, like, possibly knew Alex was throwing blotter under the bus, but just continued with it. Well, like most rules with ghosts, who else sees it? Because that's generally the case. Like, if I'm seeing you as a ghost, but then someone else sees you, that kind of disproves that you're a ghost because somebody else sees her, generally speaking. Um, and you said that, so you guys are saying Deb's is, a ghost? Or? Yeah. That's what she was saying. Is. Either or is possessed. We've had the theory. You guys think possessed. the tall man's a ghost too, right? Oh, yeah. yeah no, he yeah, totally yeah, yeah. is. 100%. But That's a ghost. any time, no more than one person has seen him. Which is, like, he... 
I was yeah. gonna say, go ahead. These oh, theories no. are going in so many different directions. Yeah. This is tall, great. Yeah, well, tall man, we know he was alive in the 1800s, so it's impossible yeah. for him to be alive. So he is a ghost. He's very um, old. We've seen his bones, so we know he's a ghost. Is Deb possessed or a ghost? I don't think she's a ghost. I don't, I don't know if she's necessarily possessed, but I do think she's connected to the history of the camp. I agree. I think Deb's super, as we know, I think she's super shady. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily think she's a ghost. I do think she knows exactly what's going on, but I don't know what part she plays in that. And I also, can I just, side note, Joel, Hmm. when you, like, go in someone's house, you shouldn't automatically, like, look in a box. Like, you shouldn't be like, let's just, like, go through your whole house. I would have reacted the same way Deb did because who knows? I didn't even find the part shady on her part aside from her like popping up out of nowhere. But like you shouldn't go through people's things, period. And who knows what was in there? Where it could have been anything. And I don't know. I just Deb, I'm with you on that. But aside from anything else, I don't like her. I liked her li- his lie though. He's like, yeah, I was looking for the keys. I'm like, yeah, totally sure looks you like were. I'm looking for the keys. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird to walk in some. I mean, if you're gonna go in there. Be aware that you've broken in. Yeah, you know? and he went like right to the box. Like he walked in, looked, and then picked up the box. Well, it was kind of like this, and then do right there, right yeah. to the box. And it's the same box that we saw at the end of the last mm-hmm. episode with her. There is something definitely in there. Oh, but and what if she's a witch? That's a new theory someone threw out. Oh. Ooh, dun, dun. I love witches. And someone said, "What if she's possessed by the tall man?" Mm-hmm. I don't think she's possessed by a tall man. What if he's possessing like all these different people? Possibly. That's possibility. What if? Deb and the tall man are actually not uh, working together. They're either they're working together or they're not. Like he's trying to cause prompts. Ooh. I thought you were going to say, what if, what if they're like together? Like, <laughs> no. What if they're dating? There's a no. treasure on this camp. No, what no, if no, they're no, in love? Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> fighting against each other or uh, team together. So either A, they're team together. Or fighting against each other. Like, he's trying to cause a problem. Or he's trying to warn people of what she's doing. The other way. He's actually not the bad guy we think he is. Well, he's going about it all you know wrong, what? if that's the case. Yeah. That's a really good one, actually. I could totally see that. Because yeah. it's too easy to set us up to be like, he's the bad guy because all the bodies. But what if it's not necessarily he did it? Because it's automatically our thought is he did it, he's the bad guy. But what if in the end he's actually the good guy trying to warn people? Because he has kind of been warning people. There's been a lot of yeah, warnings he, he in the show. He pointed too when yeah. I'm going. Yeah, someone there. someone asked that like, was he, he warning you? Die? Like let's, he warned us about that. Let's talk yep. about this moment uh, when you leave. You know, your mm-hmm. bags are packed, going home. You look like you might be close to tears. I, I would be too. It's upsetting. Ah, uh, yes. And then mm-hmm. he sees the tall man. Then he turns around. Then it's like, oh my god. <laughs> and then it's over. I mean, honestly, for now, show what the hell, really, dead in summer. You're going to do this to us, just like that. And what was he looking at behind him? And was it the thing co- that was coming out out of Alex's mouth earlier when he was on acid? You know that like demon, like Alex was like spitting blood, and then the demon thing came out of his. Oh, mouth? I thought that was just like a trip. Yeah. Yeah, I think it. Um, it really could have been anything. It was definitely a trip. It could have been like a a D and D figure. It could have been like any monster that he pictures in his head. You know, definitely something from his past. Uh, I, I mm. think Ooh, past. <laughs> I guys, do past. I do like that. That it could be from a demon reference. No, at the end, I don't. Well, it's obviously too late for the tall man to warn him if he freaks out as much as he did, because it's like he points like behind you, but it's not. It doesn't seem like I'm your character to put could you have guys done anything. In so many different directions. I really, I'm just putting on a chase. I want to. He's see like what having a say. ball. Right? He's like, ah, yeah. let me just throw this this way and that way. No, because I, 
because someone's like, well, what if the tall man's warning him? But I'm like, no, he can't really warn you if it's behind you. It's more just like, well, turn around. A warning would be the if you got notified in advance. But because obviously it seems close enough, whatever it is, that he freaks out as much as he does. Because if it's enough at a distance, yes, you would freak out. But at least you would maybe like hopefully turn and run. Yeah. But he just kind of stopped. So it must be nearby. Yeah, he was in shock, too. He yeah. was in shock. <laughs> he was in shock. Yeah. Is it kind of like, when you watch it, do you feel, a couple things, do you feel like you're reliving it when you watch it, because it's different, you know, from seeing it this way and then watching it on a screen, or is it almost like a disembodied thing where it's almost like a separate person that looks just like you? I can relate to the separate person thing, but uh, it's not that I try not to watch my own work, because I do like to... See how I'm in as an actor, uh, what I did, you know, what I can mm-hmm. work on. That's just what's going on in my head. But when I watch something, I don't watch it for what it is. You know, I've read the script. I've broken down everything mm-hmm. so much to the point where, you know, it, it becomes my life wherever I'm filming. Yeah. Um, I relive the memories of when I was filming it when I watched something like that. I think about, oh, I remember that day I did this or I did that. Unless I have to sit down and piece it together for whatever reason. But that's what kind of goes through my head. I know every actor is different. Some people don't watch what they do at all. Some people like to critique themselves. Some people mm-hmm. have the same, you know, go through the same thing I do. Uh, but it all kind of ties into that, like reliving whatever happened that day. Well, cool. I really hope that you can relive after this episode. <laughs> I'm a little bit afraid of it. A uh, couple questions for you before we get into some predictions. Is there something that is, like, your favorite thing remembering from being part of this show? A funny story on set? Or mm-hmm. just, like, the relationships that you made with people? I'll tell you a, uh, one story. It was the first time I had met everyone. So, again, I'm, I'm, I'm younger than the majority of the cast. All of them. I am the youngest. Uh, except for, you know, the kids and Anton. Uh, but I say the counselors. So, again, I was cast late in the game. I had flown out few days before we started filming but the rest of the cast had already been there for two or three days or so um to read the script kind of get to know each other and so I was a little nervous I had arrived at the hotel I was like okay we start next week how do I you know meet everyone how do I approach this so I had landed went to base camp which is you know where I did my makeup wardrobe Mm -hmm. tests everything before we started filming uh for the next week then I ran into one of the producers, Joe. He had given me everyone's emails. <laughs> so I was like, I'll just send everyone an email. Awesome. So I remember I got back to the hotel. It was the day I had landed. And I said, hey, everyone, my name is Zach. I'd love to meet you all before we start filming. Uh, what are you guys doing this weekend? And I remember getting, <laughs> here, oh, I said, here's my number. Text me. So I got a text from Alberto, who plays Deputy Sykes. <laughs> and um, he had said something like, Hey, nice to meet you. Uh, And I was like, great. So what have you guys done? Uh, Y'all hanging out? Y'all know each other pretty well? And he's like, yeah, you know, we know each other pretty well. Like, we should all, you know, hang out this weekend or something. And then I get one email back from Mark, who plays Blair, right? He just goes, hell yeah, or something. Come to Amber's room. We're all watching a movie XO or something, right? I was like, (laughs) okay, awesome. Uh, So I was a little nervous. I went across the hall. uh, Well, at the time, I was staying in the hotel side. There's an apartment side and a hotel side. So I walked to the apartment side until I could get my apartment because it was busy. And then went up to whatever floor Amber stayed on. 
And then I remember knocking. I was like, okay, breathe. And they're like, well, we're all friends here. You know, we're all working together for, like, the next couple of weeks. Um, and so, because we had originally taken one trip up just for the pilot before we continued to film the rest of the series. So I walked in, and I remember just seeing everyone just sitting on the floor and on the couch all cuddled up watching a movie. And they all just cheered. They're like, yeah. And I was like, whoa, what's going on? I thought everyone was going to be, you know. And I cracked a few jokes. We went out to dinner that night. And I think just from then on, it just was natural, you know. Uh, all the relationships you see on screen are real. I feel like we're all a family. We all have mm-hmm. a, a group chat to this day that we talk in almost every day. Uh, we hung out a lot during filming, uh, before filming. And it's great. And I feel like I have a, a, another family, you know. Aww. Yeah, they're gr- a bunch of great and talented people. Yeah, you can tell. You can tell that you yeah. guys all Yeah, we told Amber last week, I said, you know, I can tell that you guys are actually friends, and mm-hmm. it's, it's one of those shows that you can't, it's some shows where everyone's supposed to be friends, and you watch it, and then you're like, they're not friends. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do feel like this is a show that you can tell you all have gone away for this to camp, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you well, fly us all, fly a bunch of people who don't know each other to Vancouver to yeah. film mm-hmm. a show together where you're all best friends and have grown up. It kind of just happens, you know? I like to think... It's not why, but usually when you see people who play, like, couples, like, hardcore couples in films, it's one of my observations, is they they either tend to date or, you know, see each other, or maybe not even at all, you know, if they're married, but that tends to happen, you know, yeah. people are dating in a film and then they get married or they date after, mm-hmm. and, you know, we're all kind of like a family, you know, we built those bonds together and, you know, we still have them, and uh, I'm thankful for it, it's great. I love it how movies can and TV shows can bring people together like that. Yeah, that's awesome. On that note, guys, let's get into some predictions. Ooh, Ooh boy. Ooh. Now, you're after buzz. Yeah, poor Amber missed out on the lights. We didn't have the lights in the other room. <laughs> wow, I'll have to tell her. Oh, by the She'll way, probably be shout out to Amber. I'm going to give it a shout out to Amber. She had told me because I told her uh, I'm going to be on after buzz. She's like, shout me out. So, hey, Amber. <laughs> I love you. Hope you're having fun. Thanks again, Amber. We love you, too. <laughs> All right, let's Ooh, start with you, Renee. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I don't trust Amy. I think that I found it weird now after this episode that we saw Alex's past, like him as a child a little bit, but we didn't see Amy as a child at all. I found that was weird. I think, and this could be totally wrong, but that she actually did go to that camp before, and I don't think that's her first time around. I also wonder, uh, with Blotter, where he left off. I don't, I mean, I obviously don't think you're now just, like, going to be off the show. So, I wonder if you're going to come back and be, like, possessed in some way. Or if you just ran. But, I mean, you have to find your way back to the camp. But I feel like you're going to be possessed. That's all I have so far. Good observation. (laughs) Possession. Yeah, you'll have to tune in to find out. (laughs) Tune in. Uh, Yeah, I definitely don't think you're done. Uh, I don't know how he'll come back, but maybe he'll be the warning to the rest of the people there. We'll go different than the possession. It'll be the other way. Like, But keep in a- mind, I did get fired, so... Yeah, you're pissed. You know, whatever <laughs> does end up happening to me... But you still care they're about... Just, a- they're just going to think I'm gone. But, but you still a- care about cricket, oh, that you would go creepy. back and save her. You no, know, but you, but yeah, you, you think of that. Remember, I'm fired, so they think I'm home. I'll be home for the summer. That's what I told cricket my folks are out of town. So I'm gone. They just think I'm home, and they... Might not even if something ends up happening to me. If something doesn't happen to me, they won't oh, know for great. a while. So Just what we need. That could Another pre-internet. The they won't know. Um, <laughs> good point. Uh, yeah, I definitely don't trust Deb. I think she's 
connected to the past of the camp. A thing we didn't really talk about that I was like, I'm curious, and I want to I know, want to know soon, but I feel we're not going to know. We learned from the deputy's mom a little bit of they shouldn't have reopened that camp. So something went down. Uh, I want to say campers died. I don't know how many, and more recently, too, because otherwise the mom would, wouldn't care of, like, well, 500 years ago, you know, like, whatever. <laughs> not that long ago, but, you know, hundreds of years ago, whatever. But, you know, I think some kind of tragedy happened. And Deputy might have been involved because his father, there's another thing about his dad, a lot of parent things. Oh, I don't, yeah, I don't know. That's about it. <laughs> See, like, you guys are saying your predictions and now mine are all changing. Um, <laughs> I do think that Deb, maybe, I, I definitely think she was, because she did say she was a counselor in the 70s, blotter. Mm-hmm. I know think what like that means. Like, I, I know that she is, or at least she, you know, is knows the history and mm-hmm. is trying to, like, rebuild it. I also think that Alex, I, I need to hear more about that story because just because your father was an immigrant and, like, he was treated poorly does not really, like, give justice to his behavior. Uh, and I do love your prediction, Renee, though, about Amy because you're right. We did not see her as a child and she keeps on getting herself into these mm. weird situations. So maybe, like, you know, she's being possessed because there's. There are all there were all these bodies in the pilot episode floating in the water. And perhaps those bodies are going into like the campers slash counselors. Like mm-hmm. and not okay. their bodies, their souls. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's interesting. But not seeing their past though, we more saw what shaped them to who they are now. True. So for Alex, him as a child leaving his grandfather, his grandfather was a huge influence, and then the next bit of his seeing his father with the laundry uh, with the dry cleaner, and then screwing the dry cleaner over. Which that I actually totally was like, that's cool. Like this guy was horrible to your father, and he's a bad man. So yeah, sure. Uh, but with Amy, it's probably more that that was her defining pivotal moment, and that's why we saw it. But yes, there could be more. I don't know. I feel like yes, it could be a moment. You know, your friend dying is terrible. However, I don't think that shapes who you are as a person. I feel like you there's can grieve and... Yeah. yeah, there's so, obviously I think so much more to her. I really don't trust her as a character because she just seems too nice and I never trust the nice ones. You're also <laughs> really nice, so I don't know. We'll see. She's like, hmm. She's I have gonna trust keep the smile up. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you so much, Zach, for being course, here. This yeah, has been amazing. Guys, thank please you. let us know with your predictions because mm-hmm. mine will change as you continue to tell me yours. One more time, Roundup, where can we find you on social media? Hey guys, I'm Renee Ariel, and you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Renee Ariel. Hey guys, I'm Carrie Lane, and you can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. One more time for you, Zach. Oh, uh, <laughs> hey guys, I'm Zach. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Zachary Gordon. And you guys can, of course, follow AfterBuzz at AfterBuzzTV.com. Uh, and AfterBuzz at every social media platform. Also, our new thing, so it's a hashtag ABTVDOS. Mm-hmm. So those three letters, ABTVDOS. You can find me, Sam Davidson, samdavidsonentertainment.com, Twitter and Instagram at samd43, and we will see you guys next week. This Thank has you been guys amazing. for tuning in. Bye. Thank you so much. And tweet Zach with all of your questions <laughs> yes. and predictions in the meanwhile. Please Ask do. Ask a selfie. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. 
I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 